0: Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys, for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever.
1: half hour of entertainment with all the Amos and Andy characters, plus Lud Gutkin and his orchestra, and those famous Rhythm Ball. Let's look in on the home of Mr. and Mrs. George Stevens, better known as the Kingfish and Sapphire. The time is noon. All morning, Sapphire has been cleaning up the house, and as the clock reaches the noon hour, she is about to go in and perform her most difficult and unpleasant job of the day.
2: George, dear, time to get up. I'll tickle him behind the ear with my finger.
0: Oh,
1: flies, get away, flies.
2: Georgie dear, open your eyes. I'll run my fingers through his hair. (laughs)
1: Don't cut it too short. Just use the clippers on the side.
3: (laughs) George, get up.
2: Well, I'll give him the ice water treatment. Where's that pitcher? How do you like this, George Stevens?
1: Oh, Coney Island. The water's fine. Come on in, (laughs)
0: everybody.
1: At the end, of my wife threw me out of the house this morning, and I was sick all night long. Was you very sick? Oh, it must have been because I perspired so much. When I woke up, my nightgown, the whole bed soaking wet. <laughs> uh, must have been a cold sweat, too. There was some ice cubes in bed. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something, Kingfish. I can't understand women. Yeah, I wish somebody would explain them to me. Sapphire told me again today my association with you is the cause of everything. Well, Sadie Simpson. Yeah, what you doing here, Sadie?
3: Just yes, on my way home. Been shopping in department stores all day. Is my dog's barking?
1: <laughs> uh, tell me this, lady. Is it true that business is falling off in the stores right now?
3: I don't know. Something's happened because them salespeople is getting polite about a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the
1: same thing. I asked one of them a question, and you know what? She answered it.
3: <laughs> Let me sit down here and rest my feet. My puppies is really barking. And
1: yelping with it. Yeah, yeah. Those feet of yours ain't holding up no junior miss, you know.
3: <laughs> what you talking about? I want you to know that I stepped on a scale in front of a store today, and the scale read one thirty six.
4: Now
1: wait a minute, one thirty. Who said
3: I had both feet on that? <laughs>
1: hey, tell me this: what do you really wear, Sadie?
3: Well, I did get on the scale with both feet. And I dropped a penny in, and a little card come out.
1: Yeah, what'd it say?
3: I looked at it, and it said on the card, (laughs) Ay-ya-ya!
1: Well, Sadie, uh, did you hear the news? The Kingfish and Sapphire is at it again.
3: Kingfish, I just finished talking to your wife, and that's why I stopped by here. When I left her, she was getting ready to write her mama about the way you was acting.
1: Write her mama? That's a fine thing. If my papa could see how Sapphire treats me, he'd turn over in his grave. If he could see how she nags at me, he'd turn over in his grave. If he could hear how she always hollering at me, he'd turn over in his grave.
3: What's the old man buried in a revolving door? (laughs) Well,
1: I'll tell you one thing. It must be some way that they can get themselves
2: straightened out.
3: Look here. I got an idea. Uh There's a radio program on there that straightens out married couples that have an argument. The man that does it is named John J. McGuire. How not you and Sapphire get on the radio and let the man straighten you all out? Oh, that's
1: a great idea, yeah. Say, I'll get Sapphire to go on that program with me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, tell me, Sadie, this program that helps with married life, do the advice straighten out married couples?
3: Oh, sure. <laughs> I know a couple that's been back five times. <laughs>
1: ladies and gentlemen, the Court of marital Troubles continues. To present our next case, Mr. and Mrs. George Stevens. Oh, that's us, Johnny. Come on, sir. Well, Mrs. Stevens? Well, it's all her fault, John. It's always nagging. Just a minute. Just a minute. Let's let Mrs. Stevens speak
4: first.
1: No. Go ahead, Mrs. Stevens. What is your marital problem?
2: Mr. McGuire, my husband is lazy. He's a loafer. He sleeps all the time, and he won't get a job. I can't get him to go to work.
1: I'm busy working all the time. Well, maybe your trouble is a financial one.
3: <clears throat> now,
1: Mr. Stevens, tell me, how much money is left on your weekly paycheck after the government deducts its withholding tax? After the government, uh... When they you start doing that?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you
1: say you have quite a few arguments? Yeah, but she's just like a mama. She argues all the time. Ah, now we're getting to the root of it. How soon after your marriage did your mother-in-law come to live with you? Well, I don't remember exactly, but I am the only groom in the world that ever carried two women over the threshold, I know that.
2: That's not true, Mr. McGuire. Your
1: Honor, the the man that said three on the match is bad luck ought to try three on the honeymoon once. And speaking of honeymoon, I never will forget, the hotel was crowded, so my wife and the mother slept at Niagara Falls and I slept in Toronto. (laughs) Mr. Stevens, your wife seems to blame you for this unhappiness in your household. That's a prefabrication. That's her fault. That's all her fault.
2: George Stevens, you are nothing but a low down. Uh, 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 uh.
1: No names, please. Uh, no names on. Mr. Stevens, me. I personally think that when it comes to being charming, you are decidedly in F. I am not in F. I just left as the next guy he met there. That's what I am.
2: And another thing, he associates with a bum called Andy Brown, and he's getting more like Andy every day.
1: I is not. I'll never be the bum that he is.
2: Uh,
1: I'm awfully sorry, but our radio time is up now. Uh-huh. Mr. and Mrs. Stevens, the sponsor of the Court of Marital Troubles, wishes me to present you with their product, this large-sized bottle of Supreme Aspirin. It's free. Here is a year's supply. Well, yeah, we my na- wife nags and me, that'll be going in a week. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: well, thank you, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Stevens. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen...
1: Yeah, come on, Sapphire, let's get out of here.
3: I'm going to tell you something.
1: Five glasses of water, I'd take two, three of these Supreme Aspirins right now.
2: George, I done reached the end of my rope. Well, now,
1: wait a minute. I
2: have stood all I can stand. George, this is the end.
1: Oh, honey.
2: I ain't fooling. George, I'm going home. I'm going to pack my things, and I'm going back to Mama. I'm through.
4: Oh, honey, now listen, Sapphire. Can't we talk it over? Let's talk it over before you tell me you're through. Why can't we sit together and figure whatever this is the right thing to do? It's the thought of spending nights all alone Missing the thrill of nights that we've known Can't we talk it over before it's over Before you whisper goodbye forever Let's talk it over, dear Now listen, George We were so in love
2: the day love starts. Who would think that
1: we would soon be parted? I just can't believe it's true, Sapphire dear.
4: i make this appeal to you. can we talk it over? Let's talk it over before you tell me you're through. Can't we sit together and figure out whether this is the The thought of spending nights all alone Missing the thrill of night that we've known Can't we
1: tell you, Henry, me and my wife ain't getting along at all. Well, all of us married couples has our little difficulties. Now, my wife has the distinction of possessing a rare combination. She's got a strong will and a stronger left jab. Mm, uh, you got a little of it, too, huh? Oh, yes. You know, I myself was forced to take out personal household collision insurance. Mm, sure enough. And frankly, we just finished one of our little state to take, and I don't feel any too strong. You want an aspirin, Henry? I got five left. Well, uh what seems to be your marital conglomeration, Kingfish? Well, my wife blames me for well, blames all of it on my association with Andy. hmm So I don't promise her that I am gonna break up with Andy. And that's what I'm waiting for now. Well, if you've gotta lose a friend, Andy's a good one to lose as I know of. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to tell him cold Tucker that I don't want to see him no more. I don't want to be with him. I don't want to talk to him. That's what's up. Well, Andrew Brown. just a stranger I want to see. Kingfish, I done been to see my lawyer. I'm going to sue you up one side and down the other. I heard that radio program last night. You said I was a bum. And my lawyer said I can sue you on the grounds of information and character. Now, wait a minute. And how can you do a thing like that to a pal? I'm I, I just telling uh, Henry here, Of all the people in the world that I love want to be friends with, it's you. Yeah, we got to be lifelong buddies. Well, so why do you call me a bum? Oh, my lawyer tells me I can get you for slander. I can get you for libel. I'm taking you to court, Kingfish. Well, now, just a minute. There must be some illegitimate way of settling this out of court. Uh, you know, Andy, suing the Kingfish for what he's got doesn't promise very much. Uh, suing me ain't going to help you none, old pal. Partner, deal, lifelong friend. <laughs> but I want to clear the good name of Andrew H. Brown. Clear your good name. You better get yourself a bottle of ink remover, go down to the police station, and pour it on the records if you won't clear yourself. Calling me a bum. That's fringing on my character. That's personal. I'm calling you a bum. You can't sue me for that. That information's in public domain. Don't tell me what <laughs> Oh, no, wait a minute. Now, calling me a bum stand on a corner is one thing. But it's something else when you say it on the radio and I get to be a nationwide bum. Oh, no. Well, now, listen. That program that you was on, Kingfish, is only local. The information is only broadcast here in the community where we live. Yeah, that's right, Andy. Oh, well, that's all right, then. The only people that hear that is my friends around here, huh? Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing nationwide about you. You was a local bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now, that put a different angle on the thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to you know your difficulties are straightened out. I'll see you later. Goodbye, boys. Oh, uh, So long, so long. Andy, ain't no use to uh, tell you about it, but my wife's liable to leave me. Well, ain't it something that you can do, buddy? Yeah, I wish I could get some help somewhere. Well, hiya, Shorty. Now, come in, Shorty. Well, look I'm, I'm glad to see you. But but but, hire, boys. <laughs> uh, Shorty, uh, something is going to happen. The Kingfish's wife is going to leave him. Oh, congratulations, Kingfish. Oh no, wait a minute, Shorty. She nags at me. She argues with me. She beats me. But I don't want her to leave me. She beats you,
5: and 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 you don't want to, you don't want her to leave. Kingfish, you ought to be psycho-alkalized. psychoalkalized.
1: No, I tell you, Shorty, I was really worried about her leaving him.
5: Uh, you know something? I, I, I was engaged to a gal once, and he we was splitting her. And and then she sent me a book for me to read so I would understand the woman's side of it. Uh,
1: what was the name of the book?
5: Miracles with Mink.
1: Uh, did you give her some fur?
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I sent her a card. scarf. Uh, Mink? Uh, no. Leopard? Uh, uh, no. Bob Jeff? Uh Clothes. Alley.
1: <laughs> well, the uh, Kingfish don't know what to do to keep his wife from leaving him, Shorty Yeah, well, Kingfish, you, you ought to send your wife flowers Flowers, well, but Shorty, she's still living Oh, Kingfish, what are you talking about?
5: You, you, you got it all wrong A husband don't have to wait till his wife is dead to send her flowers
1: He don't,
5: huh? Oh, no, you, you can send him to her when she's sick in the hospital
1: Shorty, you have got an idea I'm going to take her some flowers mm. I'll take her candy, too I'll take a both of them at the same time Oh, uh, let's see. How can I get that money now? Well, I'll get that money some way, though.
5: Yeah, after that, you won't have a worry in the world.
1: Well, there is one little thing that worries me, Shorty. Mm-hmm. My pal Andy here is mad with me because I said something about him on the radio.
5: Oh, who listens to the radio? Nobody will hear that. That'll never
1: be heard by a soul. Oh, good. So long, Shorty. Now, so long, Kingford. So long, Shorty.
4: So long, So long, bum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: flowers and candy cost me $2.75. Leave, I'll hide them behind the sofa and then get her to come into parlor and then I'll surprise her with them. Yeah, I'll put them right back here. Oh, Sapphire, dear.
2: Oh, hello, George. I didn't know you was home. Oh, uh, honey,
1: I got a surprise for you. George,
2: what happened to that 2 dollars six bits I had hidden in the sugar bowl?
4: Oh, uh, well, I... George, I, I, you got
2: a guilty look on your face and I know you took it. That money was to buy food for the night supper. If you spent it for anything else. Oh no, no,
1: no, honey, no, no. no. That, that's just what I spent it for, food for the night supper. Oh. Well,
2: what are we going to have for
1: supper, George? Chocolate, chrysanthemum, souffle.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Come in, Gabby, where you been? Yeah, I ain't seen you for a couple days. Oh, hello, Kingfish. Hi, bum. Been on jury duty, boys, jury duty. And I've been on quite a jury, too. Eleven women, and I was the only man. Eleven women, and you was the only man, huh? Yeah, and we was locked up all
4: day. Yeah.
1: How'd you like that jury duty, Gabby?
4: <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> yeah. uh, while you
1: and the eleven women was locked up there, uh, how did you decide to kill?
4: Is that what we are supposed to do in there? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, Gabby, uh, the Kingfish
2: and his wife are fighting again. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I sure am sorry to hear that. Uh,
1: Gabby, in your law work, it, it, you has done had a lot of experience with this kind of stuff. What is the best way for a husband and wife to keep from fighting?
2: Well, one thing, Kingfish, tell your wife, that when
5: she gets mad at you, count up to ten. Just count up to ten, that's all.
1: You think that'll do it, huh?
5: Oh, you'll be perfectly safe. I
1: will, huh? Yeah, but when she gets eleven, duh. Say, <laughs> hey, uh, Gabby, look here. I gotta have happiness at home. My wife is at me all the time. Uh, how can we be happy? Not but one way to handle it, Kingface. Not but one way. You has got to be the master of the house, the complete master. Sure you enough. Know? When a man goes in the cage with the lions, them lions can't know that he's scared of them. He's gotta be the master. And you gotta go home and be the master of your house. Speak right up, just like a lion tamer. Yeah, I'll go home like a lion tamer. I'll be the master. I'll let her know who's boss Yeah, this might turn the trick. Gabby, this might do it. And if your suggestion works out she might love me and never let me out of her sight again. What would you think of that?
4: <laughs> love? No, ain't nothing love about that.
1: Sapphire, come here a minute. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up.
2: Dorothy, you sick.
1: I want you to know from now on that I as the master of this house. I is the lion tamer of this kid. And from now on, I want you to... I want you, uh... Now, wait a minute, honey. Now, wait a minute. Uh, pu- pu- put that vase down, honey. Uh, don't do that. Ha,
2: ha, ha. Silly boy. <laughs>
4: Necessity, 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 that most unnecessary thing, necessity. The Lord says go out and have fun But the landlord says Your rent ain't paid says, It's plain to see What a lovely old world This silly old world could be But man, it's all in a mess A kind of necessity A kind of necessity A kind of necessity the jail would never been there Except for folks who've been there Well, how did I get in there? Necessity Necessity, Necessity. My feet I Wanna dance in the sun My head wants to rest in the shade The Lord says go out and have fun But the landlord says Sure in a
1: is necessity. that lion's name of stuff come out, with you? Well, let me sit down here, boys. My head is still throbbing from being the master. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to see Clyde Beatty go in my house, one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Andy was telling me about this master stuff that you was going to try. Uh, tell me this, King V. What happened when you started that stuff? Well, you cracked me with a V. Oh, I've been subconscious for the last six hours. Yeah, do it, all right. Uh, what's your next move? Well, boys, I've been thinking the thing over, so I went to my wife. I got her in the room, and I, I ever come up with my subconscious stuff. I say to her, I say, stop I, Come here, I won't have a talk with you. Yeah. So we done had a hard-to-hard talk. We sit there on the side of the bed, and she herself has done worked out a plan. Yeah. Right. yeah well, what is, what is the plan, King Phil? Yeah, what is the plan? Uh, she told me to go ahead for a few days just like I was a single man and see how I like that. Hmm. She even told me to go ahead, call up some girl, take her out to supper, she say that might learn me to appreciate her. Uh-huh. Well, I have heard of these uh, marital vacations. Might be a good idea, and you care. Well, good luck to you. i going to get on home, take my wife to a picture show. So long. So long, so long. Uh, He's going to take his wife to a picture show. He ain't got no fight in him at all, is it? Nah. Well, tell me this, Kingfish. What are you going to do about this uh, marriage vacation? Oh, I'm going to do exactly what my wife said to do. I'm going to call up a girl. She told me to do it. No, told her. who are you going to call? Yeah, yeah, I went down to the basement in my trunk, and I got out my little black book that I used to have.
4: Oh, and yeah. here
1: it is. Ah, let's look in here. Wait a minute, you know. Yeah. Oh, here one right here. Ah, Ender, she something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember how she used to smile. One of the prettiest girls in town. Well, here I go, son. ha. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, boy, this marital vacation is something, eh? Yeah, maybe she got a friend. I could use the vacation, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the best idea stuff I ever had. Hello? Uh, could I, uh, uh, speak to Trixie?
4: Speak to who? Uh, Trixie. Trixie? Oh, oh, yes.
0: Hey, Mama. <laughs>
1: That's all, that's all. i got to hang this thing up here. Yeah, well, uh, well uh, what happened, Kingfish? Who answered the phone? Her baby. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: but, Brother well, Andrew, as long as I've got a marriage vacation, I might as well enjoy it. Uh, here's another gal in the book here. Look here, under the S's. Yeah? Uh, Cynthia. Yeah,
4: Cynthia.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll dial that one, too. Here go. If her baby answers this one, it's a girl. Find out how old she is. Uh, hello, Cynthia. Uh, yes. Uh, Cynthia, this is a uh, old old friend of yours, George Stevens. George
3: Stevens. George, not stupid, Stevens. Yep,
1: that's me, that's me.
3: <laughs> well, for goodness' sake, yes, do I remember you with all that butcher hair? Do you still part your hair in the middle?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but the part is about four inches wider now. <laughs>
3: a home and we were standing on the porch and
1: the last thing you said to me was that you would phone me. That was 19 years ago. Well, Cynthia, I've been awfully busy, honey. <laughs> and the reason I phoned you is because I had something to add you. Well,
3: what is it, Stu?
1: Uh, how about me and you having supper together tonight just the way we used to? The way
3: we used to? I'm sorry, Stu, but I just can't afford it. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: Uh, How'd you come out, Kingfish? Oh, she done developed into a tight wire, just as she Are uh, you going to try some more? Oh, this marriage vacation ain't nothing, Anna. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, listen, Kingfish, I've been thinking about your trouble, and I talked to a friend of mine. He told me the name of a man, uh, Professor Hotchkiss. He say he really does a great job in straightening out married couples' trouble. Sooner? Yeah, I got his name. Here it is right here on this piece of paper. Say here, uh, write to Professor John Hotchkiss. And there's the post office box in Harlem, and I put down there your marriage trouble solved, Andy. You give me an idea, thank you, pal. It's
0: also
2: nice having you for supper tonight, Andy.
1: Well, thank you, Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, wonderful supper too, honey.
2: Oh, thank you, sweetheart.
1: Boy, that shows a lot of happiness in this household. Oh, yeah, it's been this way for two, three days, Andrew. Yeah, what happened? Well, my bride here has been so sweet, I guess it's kind of reflected in me.
2: Well, I learned one thing in the last few days, and that is to be a little tolerant to the one you married to. To just take him the way he is and try to apply the golden news.
1: Hmm. How'd you happen to find that
2: out? Well, I'm going to make a little confession and tell you a secret. A secret? A few nights ago, George, I went through the pockets of your trousers. And I found a note saying to write to Professor Hotchkiss to get advice on marriage trouble. Mm-hmm. I wrote him, and he wrote me the advice. So that little piece of paper I found in your pocket is my secret.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you a secret. I put that note in my pants pocket when I went to bed that night because I knew you'd find it there. <laughs> I'm going to tell you both a secret. Oh, uh, what's that, Andy? I, as the one that wrote you that letter, I, as Professor Hotchkiss. Oh.
4: Nicaragua, Nicaragua is a beautiful town. You buy a hockey and a bottle, you say, look down. You give it to the lady you are trying to win, but the father doesn't let you come in. Managua, Nicaragua is a heavenly lady. You ask her thing, you be reach her for a legal embrace. She answers you, carambo, crambo, family, so. Oh, in Managua, Nicaragua, Nicaragua, that's no, I have been too many times before. I even broken. If you are ever feeling out of store, I'd like to recommend a look-in'. Managua, Nicaragua, what a wonderful spot. There's coffee and bananas and a temperature hot. So take a trip in on a ship, go so sailing away. Across the agua to Managua, Nicaragua, ole. ragwa rama lagwa ne kora ragwa akosya ragwa rama lagwa
1: States for forces radio service, the voice of information and education.
5: Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smartbed effortlessly adjusts in response to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save up to $1,000 on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.
0: Breathe in the bacon. Breathe out the bacon. In bacon.
2: Out bacon. Time for bacon. Find delicious satisfaction with the Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger. Only at Carl's Jr. Feed you're happy. Available to participate in Carl's Jr. restaurants. Price and participation may vary.